They're the boys in the back room. We have a guy who works in the back, Eric Jones. He's the big German. Be nice to Marvin. He'll be taking your calls today. A couple of weeks ago, Dylan was getting us breakfast. Now he's doing graphics on this program. You know who? Blame Mario. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the uh, backroom guys are not allowed to eat until 12.15. You are now listening to the 12.15 Club. Back at it again for another edition of the 1215 Club. Mutt Ariel here on the mic. Joined as always by Dylan Graphics Guy, Marvin the Prince, Eric Jones. Dylan, why do you have your shirt off? And this is not a bit. You actually have your shirt off. I do off. have my shirt off. It's kind of toasty in here, and I just have, I think I have a decent physique. I like to show it off. I don't know about that. Why don't you take your shirt off? I do kind of feel on an island here. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why you decided to take your shirt off when everybody's fully clothed. Uh, well, Marvin said he would only take his pants off. Do you want to join him, Marv? You know what? I don't want to. Sure. <laughs> sure. I'm taking my pants off. All right. All right. All right. Let's do it. We'll start it. Right. Okay, they're off. <laughs> I didn't hear a zipper. <laughs> Eric, Ireland, do you think it's happening? It's just, I feel like this time it seemed so real with Will Ferrell today. Yeah, I, I think... Uh... I think it, we've talked about it before on this podcast, um, the podcast of record of the BRGs. This is show business, not show friends. So as long as it costs less money than we can generate with the trip, then I think it's going to happen. Um, it's going to be very expensive to get over there. Flights are not cheap. Hotels are not cheap. Um, production costs are not cheap. Transmission, international transmission is not cheap. Um, getting crew out there, not cheap. Um, and so, you know, I, I don't think we, we haven't really put a complete dollar sign on it, but we know what's going to cost for the Super Bowl and we know it's going to cost more than that. So, um, if there's a way that it can make sense, then great. And I think, you know, we're looking at a couple different things, obviously get sponsorship involved, uh, in terms of taking care of some of those costs, the flights, the hotels, um, but production costs, you know. NEP is not interested in uh, giving us a discount on the truck. That their no. business is that's no. their core business, right? So mm-hmm. um, they're not going to do anything for that. So um, or any other production company. So um, I think looking at that, you know, location. Like, are we doing it inside Guinness? And if so, then there's a value to that more than just the location. So can we get them to pony up? And I think the other side that we've talked about is is bringing fans over with us, right? And I don't even know that we would make money on that. Per se, I'm not sure. We haven't, at least I haven't been involved in any conversations about that. But um, I mean, I think that's a cool way to have kind of a VIP experience, right? If it's, hey, we bring over 100 and we do two episodes, say so we do Thursday, Friday, 50 people come in the audience and you know meet and greet after the show and and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I, I I think it's possible um, that that could be a part of it too. Um, but at the end of the day, I would put it at a toss up. Right now, I mean, I think everyone's excited about it, mm-hmm. but I think there's just a lot of hurdles to overcome to get there. Um, but there are nothing is nothing is a bigger hurdle than time or money. Don't. What if we took a boat there and did the show from the boat on the week leading up? Is that feasible? Like a pirate radio kind of thing? Um, Was that too stupid for you to even answer? <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny about that is we were when we were in San Francisco. The idea was legitimately floated by um, someone who doesn't work here anymore <laughs> to do the show from a boat in the middle of the San Francisco Harbor. 
And, and I was like, okay, so <laughs> how are we going to get guests there? How are we going to get transmission out of there? How, how if somebody gets sick? I mean, <laughs> it's very common for people. Well, they to were talking about sick. like like building like a city, like barges, and mm. like building a whole thing. And I was just like, I don't see how this can work. And they're like, Well, we'll just keep it like a couple hundred feet from the shore. I'm like, You're taking such a walk <laughs> to only be a couple hundred feet from the shore. Like, what are you doing? Um, luckily, uh, it ended up not being that case. The done that way, but yeah. If you could have this show in one place. Anywhere, mm. one sporting event, where would it be? It has to be a sporting event because we're a sports show, obviously. Thank oh. you for that astute observation. And I'm not going to say anywhere in the world. It has Why not? To be a sporting what, event. what about from Oktoberfest? That was part of the show today. I think that would be great. Who wouldn't want that? I would love that. What guests would you get at Oktoberfest, though? Uh, Dirk Nowitzki? Who cares? Who, yeah, who cares? The I mean, zoom in people. Random well, people. Yeah, I feel like it's part of the allure of having a show... Somewhere you okay? Where would you want to do it, Smarty Pants? I don't know. Thanks. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, 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 I was gonna so, I was gonna have you guys answer. So, so, so far, the it. only option is Oktoberfest. Mario can't come up with a better option. Marv, you know what? I think that uh, the Academy Awards. I know it's not sports, but we talk so much about movies. And Dan's goal is to be on that in memoriam when uh, when he dies. So we do the show after he dies from the <laughs> Academy Awards no, to no, ensure no. that he. Is on there? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yes, we do the Dan Patrick <laughs> show without Dan Patrick at the Academy Awards. No, I think that was your lame attempt at humor. You know what I mean. We could broadcast it out in L.A. That's our biggest market. We go out there, do it from the Academy Awards for a couple of days. Sounds like a sounds like a good idea. We always talk about movies, especially random ones. So why not? I think besides sports, movies is what we talk about more than anything. I think. Duh. What about like a, or music too? Maybe something the Grammys or like a con, maybe like a uh, some sort of festival. Yeah, fish show at the Garden. Ooh. Fish at MSG. Fish at MSG. Hulu. Well, there's a Hulu theater there. What's the one in Austin? South by Southwest. Austin, South by Southwest. Or burning. What about Burning Man in the desert doing the show in the desert? That should be easy. I don't trust you anywhere near Burning Man. You have your shirt <laughs> off in the studio. That is 100% justified. Um, we actually looked at South by Southwest um, when we were still with AT&T because they have a pretty big sponsorship there. But um, to your point, Mario, it was kind of like, okay, so for the, from the show's perspective, why? Like, it's cool to be there, but why? Right. So we did the Final Four for a few years, and that was all because AT&T wanted to promote it. Okay, the why was because there's a lot of sports figures there, and it's a big sports show. The AT&T program, that was arguably kind of a bigger stretch at Pebble Beach. But why? Because we got a bunch of in-studio guests, right? So that's why it made sense. South by Southwest, there's not it's not really a big sports pull. I mean, it's starting to become that. People are starting to go. Um, I think Levitar went last year. Part of his show did. Yeah. Um, but I think that was also, like, experiential, too, right? I think that they were doing stuff for the lot. Like, we were just literally just going to do the show. <clears throat> and likely that would be it, maybe a meet and greet somewhere. So, um, so yeah, we, we've talked about South by Southwest. I, I, I like doing the Super Bowl, um, mostly because that's like the one sport that I somewhat care about. Um, so I guess I would say the Super Bowl, um, even though we already do that from where? Oh, uh, what city? Yeah. Um, well, we're starting. So I've been, this will be my 11th Super Bowl with the show. We're starting to go back because my first one was New Orleans, and then we're going back there next year. 
Um, not this year, obviously in LA, but next year it is. Um, New Orleans was a pretty special town. Um, I like New Orleans in general. I've traveled there a few times on personal trips too. Um, it would be great if it was in Nashville. Um, but, and I know they're talking about building a new stadium. So that's probably six to eight years away, I would guess. Um, so that's cool. LA was kind of like you could have been in the city and you wouldn't know that the Super Bowl was happening. Yeah. Um, I felt the same way about San Francisco. Like you'd be in San Francisco and like there was some signage and stuff, but you wouldn't really know. New Orleans, you knew the Super Bowl was happening. Um, what do you expect in Arizona this year? They've done it in Arizona, right? Yeah, Arizona's so spread out. So last year we or last time we were there, we were in Glendale, which is um, due west of it's another town, right? So you like, and there's only because there's some mountains in between. There's only like two roads that get you um, from. Arizona proper or um, Phoenix proper into Glendale. Um, so we were right next to the stadium. And actually I, when I was out there for a site survey a few weeks ago, I drove by like the set we did last time. It's a top golf now, which is kind of funny. Um, it was a, just a field, like a farmer's field. And we had rented it because um, we were with DirecTV at the time. And they, they did their big Saturday night party because the NFL Sunday ticket. And they would do like, they also rented the space out. So like there'd be, concerts there wednesday thursday friday saturday nights and um so it's a much bigger um event than kind of for what we're doing just with us so uh, i think we're going to be probably in scottsdale um which is due east of phoenix um i think you'll know i i, I actually no no i don't think you'll know the super Bowl's going on really huh. yeah because uh radio rose in phoenix at the at the convention center and that's really where you know, where like the NFL experiences and all that stuff. And then the game is in Glendale, right? Which again is another town. So yeah, you're not really gonna know what's happening, Marv. All right. Most important question: What's the best party you've ever been to during one of those Super Bowl weeks? Well, I my most memorable one was the Justin Timberlake concert. The first concert he had done in a long time. This was in 2013, and. um I had also just like was getting over a breakup and ended up like out in the streets till like eight yeah. in the morning. And so that was a memorable night. Yeah. Eric uh, Jones in the streets yeah. back in 2013. Okay. Yeah. I see yeah. you. It was a bit. Yeah. I missed my flight. It was kind of a mess. <laughs> yeah, we've heard about that. Yeah, I, I know. Uh, I, I actually missed my flight home from uh, Miami. Yeah. I'm not surprised. <laughs> it was, I, I think it was booked for like, 7 a.m. on Sunday, and I was like, I don't know why I do that. Yeah, you're, you've missed many flights. Is that like a common occurrence for you? How many flights do you think you miss a year? A year? <laughs> Probably a couple. Um, Is that a lot? Yeah. Ditka always does a uh, cigar party. And I went with Schlereth. Like Ditka? What? Yeah. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, and he always does a cigar party. I went with Schlereth and um, Dr. Addicts. And, um, was Ditka there? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And it was, uh, that was pretty cool just cause, uh, most people there weren't cigar people. So I was going to all cigar tables and talking to people. I ended up leaving with like a full box of cigars. So everyone was mm. like, here's five. Like, I'm like, Oh, is we asked them specific questions yeah. about like, is this triple Lajero or double Lajero? And how do you cut it? And they're like, Oh, you know about cigars? Here's a handful of yeah. them. Yeah. Um, Smart. so that was kind of fun. Uh, that was in, uh, where was that? I think that was in Houston. Houston was probably was really fun because um, at the time I was doing the Fantasy Zone show in addition to Dan mm-hmm. and um, Mark Addicts, who played for a Washington football team. They were the Redskins at the time. 
and a couple other teams, seven or eight years in the NFL, and then he became an orthopedic surgeon. He was on the fantasy football show. Well, he lives in Houston, and his medical practice was there. So um, that was nice because I, I ended up cooking at his house one day with, like, um, again, with Schlereth, and then um, Teddy Bruschi was there, and a um, uh, couple other media guys. But, like, because Doc used to be on ESPN, too, so mm-hmm. – um, the whole NFL live crew yeah. from like whatever year we were there, 2016 or something like that all came to doc's house and I cooked. And, uh, so that was kind of cool. Um, just hanging out there. That wasn't really like a big party, but it was just a fun experience. Houston. There was, I mean, amongst other towns and super bowl weeks, there was a big crowd there, right? Because it was in the convention center, the super bowl. Our set was inside yeah. the convention center. Yes, exactly. Do you think the show is going to do that again where we'd have like fans, in studio for to watch the show live um it's something that we talk about the one of the so again that activation was part of a bigger nfl sunday ticket activation so um cost wise we're able to kind of push off a lot of the activation costs onto like a different cost center we don't have that anymore to do so um there's a big cost to being inside the convention center and and there's also a lot of inconvenience frankly um like if you're trying to get guests on and there's 200 doors to the building and like oh yeah i just walked in you're like please be more specific and like they don't know what door they just walked in right so um there definitely was a few times where the guests were late to the segment or even had to be pushed to segment they showed up on time but they just went in the wrong door yeah um so i don't think that there's any push to go to the convention center anymore um the other issue is if you open anything to the public the uh, requirements change significantly for public safety purposes in terms of like what you can do with power, where you can run cables, how secure things need to be. Uh, you need to have usually you have to have like a fire marshal on site. You have to have additional security, like a significant bump in security, which all those things are costs. They make sense. I understand it, but the risk, the the cost to the reward is isn't always linear. So. Um, I'm not sure what we're going to do this year um, and in future years, but that's the reason that you wouldn't invite a studio audience. Cause the other thing is you have to deal with like ticketing, right? Yeah. So you always have more people than want to come. So you have to have a limited number of people. Then you have to manage the people that are there because it's three hours. People have to go to the bathroom. People might get hungry. People might need to leave. Like, so you can't just like leave them there and abandon them. So now you need people to manage them. Um, those people need to interface with the show. So like, Hey, this person needs to leave. When can you do it? Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. Especially if, if they're either in the eyesight of the talent or on camera behind the talent, that it's just a whole different thing. So, um, you know, there's the ticketing portion of it. Then there's security screening, um, uh, inside the NFL Sunday in, inside the NFL experience when we were in Houston, everybody had to go through a background check. So oh, the, wow. because you're inside of a secure zone. Mm-hmm. So, there was a whole thing there too. So there's a lot more to it than meets the eyes. So it's not, if we don't do it, it's not because we don't want to just saying the juice isn't worth the squeeze may be considered rude to fans, but hopefully after I've explained it, you know, the cost to it. And on the flip side, Dan doesn't want to pass those costs on and charge people because yeah. he always says he couldn't get charge you for this content. Um, as kind of a, a joke. Um, I think it's a joke. I don't know, but, um, <laughs> You know, it's just not, it's a whole different thing when you start charging, right? So, um, yeah, and to put it in perspective, it was tens of thousands of dollars just in ticketing costs alone, right? So it's not like, oh, it costs a couple grand. It's 
Mm-mm. Because there are companies where this is what they do, right? And it's not just like, hey, Mario, you know, start Googling these people's names, see what you come up with. Secure background check, um, the whole backend ticketing software, marketing to make sure that you have people, especially early in their week, because, you know, Monday, oh, you know, you're six days before the game, you don't have necessarily the, the people in town yet for the game. So mm-hmm. you don't have the big fans. So now you're going to draw from people who who's free on a Monday morning um, to go sit somewhere for three hours and you got to get them there probably an hour, hour and a half before. And then you do the meet and greet after. So it's like a five hour commitment plus your however long it takes to get there. So you've got to make sure these people are actually going to come, right? Because you need a certain amount of audience, especially if they're going to be on camera. I've belabored the point, but there's a lot of reasons that you don't necessarily do it. Do you necessarily have the fans? Yeah, the fans, I mean, it was always fun watching it. I never was there for when the fans were present, but they're always engaged and, you know, the guys seem to have fun with them. So that was always a question that I had. It's a bonus to have them for sure. Um, I know with COVID, I mean, that stuff like the meet and greets and stuff were a little bit, obviously, like last year we were kind of hesitant with it. Just because of COVID. Yeah, well, it wasn't physically not possible at the studio in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, Miami, we did them. Uh, we did have a big studio audience, but really they weren't on camera much. They were kind of off in the center. Um, uh, in Atlanta, we saw them quite a bit because they were, um, it was a traditional studio, but we brought in the studio audience. So the jib would sweep over them. We would, um, the fans interacted. I think, was that Drew Breeze that like threw the pass to somebody? Uh, to yeah. a kid or something on set, and um, that was probably the most involved they got. But the most camera time they got was probably in Houston. Yeah, Houston, you can see them. They were like over the Danette shoulders yeah, yeah. or behind Danette. So, what do you guys think about the white chili today? Some people were saying that it was the best soup uh, that they, you know, top five best soups they've ever had. Dylan, I know you're like sort of a soup connoisseur, so I do love soup. And I'm sitting actually next to a known soup hater, Eric Jones. I hate her. That was a big discussion this week, a heated discussion. I mean, that's just a terrible take, Eric. And also untrue. You like chili. You like? I don't really like chili. I don't think that was a, really a soup. That was more like what was it? Chicken broth? beans soup is more brothy. There was that's, not much broth involved with it. Have you ever had broccoli cheddar soup? No broth. So would you like to? Uh, I don't know. I just mm, say mm, broccoli cheddar. This has been covered ex- extensively on the Dan Patrick show. Okay. Is yeah. chili a soup or not? So um, I'm certainly no expert in this. I, I will say, in general, I uh, I don't. I don't uh, I'm not a huge soup guy. In general. Like, I was sick this week. You can still hear my voice. Gazpacho. Um, I don't. I didn't have any soup. I have no desire to have soup, even though I had a sore throat and chicken noodle. All stuff that, like, you know, yeah, I didn't. No, I'm good. I'd rather eat. Sushi. Italian. I've watched you eat Italian <laughs> wedding soup. No, you didn't. Yes, I have. Where? From uh, what's that place? When we first were here, that place on um, Reggiano's. Oh. First, I think the first day I ever met you, you were hammered a thing of Italian wedding, wedding soup. So hmm. I didn't want to have to call you out like that on such a national platform, but I, uh, I'm calling you a liar. Yeah, it must have been a really odd day. You seemed. I met you, you seemed, and I was like, seemed, "Oh my god!" You seemed completely lucid. Yeah, it makes sense. That's probably why. Yeah. I just wanted to give love to Tyler and no. soup today. I thought oh, it was right. very good. I, I don't but, think he got enough love yet. No, it came out good. He, it's funny. Tyler's very um, shy. Yes. And uh, part <laughs> of the reason he's not on this podcast, because I think he, he was getting nervous and he, he would um, either, I don't want to say script, but he would definitely 
he couldn't get off the cuff because he would get in his own head, mm-hmm. and um, which is too bad because he's he shouldn't be like that. But whatever, it's uh, you know to each their own. But Dan was like, "All right, we want Tyler to come out," and Tyler's like, "No, I'm not coming out." And I'm like, "Tyler, there's a camera standing sitting <laughs> at the said door that before too, right?" Yeah, and he's like, "No, I don't want to go out. I'm good." I'm like, "Well, Dan doesn't doesn't hear you." Sorry, I have a little bit of the chili soup burping up here. That's, That's why I don't like have soup. soup. Um, blame the soup not your insides blame the soup <laughs> I mean your insides are basically are out. they're out they yeah. are very out um, they're getting bigger again too they are well you're in love so that happens yeah I look at uh, Mario over there oh, or 10 uh, pounds up or as uh, Ch- what did Chat used to call you Fario <laughs> <laughs> still far away away from Fario but uh, that's true it doesn't couple, happen overnight put a couple LBs on with the relationship give it a couple years you'll we'll be back to yeah you're gonna F-A-T go from so from salmon to uh, brisket <laughs> to double cheeseburgers <laughs> you know or or like uh, you, yeah you're gonna go from like I don't know like scrambled eggs and peppers and onions to brisket. I would only eat that though if like it's cheap because I don't want to. I don't like to spend too much money on my breakfast. You know, like, I, think I like you can to do spend it, like nine dollars. I think you can do it efficiently, cost wise. Nine so? bucks? I think it's probably ten bucks if you get organic. Ten bucks? Well, organic eggs. It's, Dude, it's, eggs have gone crazy. Yeah, they I are. I was going to buy eggs the other day. It was like seven bucks for a dozen. For a dozen, like, a dozen should, normal bro, eggs. We just started like bringing in things and making breakfast for ourselves in the morning here, like as a group. What do you think? I might. It takes me a while though, so I'll probably need the whole area for about two hours. That'd be a nice little like breakfast. a frittata. Frittata's not going to just whip itself up, you know. No. And it would be a nice little frittata, right, Mark? Love that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all we got this week. Oh, we're going. I'm. I'm going to Tyler the Creator's wedding or his uh, brother's well, wedding. Tyler's not getting married. His brother's getting married, and you got the invite. I did. Eric, you'll be there. Tyler's actually doing the speech, and <laughs> some of the ideas that he's thrown around have been. <laughs> Are good, and by that I mean they're not good. Fascinating. It is. A, it is a fascinating look into the mind of Tyler because, as we just covered, he's like a very shy person, and yeah, he's like, "Hey, I have a couple things that I think they're fine, but people might have find offensive." And everybody that works here was like, "There's absolutely no shot." You can say <laughs> I was like, things. "I was like Tyler. I have a very, very, very high threshold for saying anything," and I was like, "Do not say that." Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, "Why?" Yeah, he didn't get, yeah, so it's just like, all right, well, um, yeah, so we'll see. And he also, when he gets nervous and when he gets drunk, he'll, like, his face will turn red. I'm and, so excited. Uh, and so, yeah, so so basically, um, as I'm sure most people are aware, like, wedding venues and stuff are just kind of crazy these days, right? So um, uh, my, my cousin, because Tyler's my cousin, his brother, um, and his wife, Danielle, Cal, and Danielle get married uh, tomorrow, and... They had to reserve a certain number of, of seats, and if those people don't come, you still pay in for the food. And so they called, I guess, earlier in the week, and were like, "Hey, so we just want to get this food like boxed up." And they're like, "No, if there's no one in the chair, we're not making the food, and you're still paying for it." And just kind of like, what leverage do you have? It's seven days before your wedding. <laughs> yeah, like, All right, we're out. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, I heard about that, and I looked at Dylan, and he was just—I mean, he's just smitten. You can see he's in love. And so I was just like, you know what? If you could bring your your nice little fiery girlfriend over, <laughs> and uh, and I think she'd she'd fit in great with our family. So yeah, um, yeah so Dylan got the call from the bullpen, I'm and I'm excited to we're hear. Going. I'm excited to hear about this wedding. One, you meeting um, his fiery, lovely, <laughs> young, flaming, <laughs> red hot. Some may say, um, you meeting her. <laughs> 
and Tyler's speech. Somebody has to I get. Do, I, somebody I, has I, to get. I a video will be recording speech. Tyler's speech for for the class. If you don't get the speech, then don't talk to me. And I might be drunk time. enough to make a speech myself. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, yeah, I think it's going to be fun. And and also Dylan, like my family is pretty like just generally conservative in terms of life views uh, and like just the way that they like much like myself. Like <laughs> I know for a fact. Uh, so. Tyler's related to me through my mom's side. So there's four siblings. My mom will probably drink more than I mean, she never drank growing up. She'll drink because uh, things change when your parents get older. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she'll drink. Um, but Tyler's dad probably won't drink. His brother won't drink. Cal? No. Oh, your oh, your uncle. Yeah, my uncle. And uh, and then his sister already told me she won't drink. So none of them are going to be drinking. But however, there's an open bar. Which mean and Cal was like, who's the groom? Was like, I, people better get make the best of it because I paid for it. No. So I, I will. They'll yeah. probably make up for those five. Oh yeah, it'll it's, probably be a forty drink evening. Oh god, can't wait to hear from it. Yeah. And I'll, I'll and I mean, probably will be for That's Tyler too. Basically, a nice little evening. That's I'd like a, they call it a Wednesday. <laughs> it's a nice. It is a nice little evening. It's nice and it's little. I don't think we're sitting together, which is probably good for both of us. Yeah, I don't know where. Actually, that'll be interesting. To see, I'll be like, I don't know any of these people. You're sitting with all the grandparents. <laughs> yeah. I said, I was like, stick us wherever. I'm sure that you we'll, don't know like sick people at the wedding, right? No, we got this like ten. We yeah, actually, well, they, it was more than I would have thought. Your brother's gonna be there, Jay. Oh yeah, who's yeah, a legend on this Jay. podcast. Yes, yeah, Jay will be there. I really hope I'm sitting with Jay. I don't. I would guess I'm sitting with Jay. I mean, I could be wrong, but I'll sit on Jay's lap. Can you get videos of Jay too? I just. We need like full I'm, coverage. I'm, I'm going to literally go to the videographer and be like, here's a hundred dollars, shoot his speech and then follow this guy. <laughs> it's a wedding videographer. You're going to have to like a hundred grand. Those people are criminals. That's true. All right. I'll give him a hundred grand. I'll write him a check that will totally not bounce. Or like 10 shares. Yeah. Or, or like a, like how many dozen eggs is that? <laughs> That's all we got for the 15 club this week for Marvin, Dylan, Eric, yours truly my Ariel. Have a good weekend, everyone.